If you read the title, then you're in for a ride because today I'm going to be sharing the story of the biggest lie I've ever been told and my history with breaking phones. So if this is the first time here, I share relatable stories every week on this podcast to help you never feel bored again. So make sure you subscribe to never miss out on future episodes. And with that being said, let's get into today's episode. Uh, let's start with the biggest lie I've ever been told, right? So again, I just can't uh, blatantly just tell you the lie, right? That would ruin the fun. Plus the lie is much more deeper and connected and much more juicy than that. So let's, let me tell you it in the form of an actual story that happened, right? The actual incident. So let's talk about it, okay? Uh, let me let me just give you some context, right? So uh, this happened uh, at this exact hap- event that was basically the lie and everything, right? The controversy and all this stuff happened during a Christmas carnival uh, during December, right? During the Christmas season. And uh, I'll, I'll so, so, see if I just tell you what happened exactly, you wouldn't understand, right? You need the context, right? What built up to it, right? It wasn't just like it, it happened out of nowhere. It requires context. And so what happened was, uh, listen, hear me out. So it's, it's, it's about the phone, right? It's about the phone. So the thing is, this was before 10th grade, right? Until my parents actually gave me a phone after I graduated, right? Until then I didn't have a phone. So the only phones I had in the, in the house to use and to play games on, games on were the ones that my parents hand me down after they're like the second ones when they bought a new one or their current ones which they're already using for some time to play games, right? I hope you're getting me. So I hope we're on the same page. So this is the story of when one of those phones which was handed on to me, I was using it, right? Well, what happened once was that I was super using into phones, right? I was, I used to play so much games, I used to get addicted to my phone, social media, so much customization. And it, this was just, you could just call me a phone addict at that point, right? When I'm that young and I'm irrationally mature and I didn't know anything. The first thing and the last thing that I would be doing in my day would be on my phone, right? So I'm on my phone, I'm all day on my phone, I'm just playing games, playing games, playing games. And you know, the usual parents, they're trying to stop you for your good, right? For your eyesight, your, your mental well-being, to make sure you actually focus on your academics, your health and other areas of your life, right? Your life, uh, I don't think the phone is one of the important and core areas of your life. So, and then they're trying to do, do, do what's good for me. But the thing is, I'm not able to see it, right? And I'm pretty sure you weren't able to when your phone, when your mom or dad tells you to stop using your phone. And, and I absolutely relate with that, okay? But so, here where I'm coming from. <clears throat> so, I did not understand that and I'm using my phone. I'm addicted, okay? So, now this is what happens, right? My, I'm, I didn't know this back then, but I'm telling you now because you know this. So, my mom, you know, she plots a twi- uh, you know, a evil plan, right? I have to take care of this phone so that my children don't get, you know, like, ruined by it. You know, like, just so, because, like, the easy ways of, you know, like, abstinence, like, you know, I'm going to take the phone away from you or like you're not giving you Wi-Fi or like your play only a certain amount of hours in a day. You know, all these usual tactics, they aren't working on him, right? Ryan is too smarter than that. Or like maybe it's just not strong enough or, you know, like viable enough for him, right? I need to go all out, you know, like, you know, like she went into super sane, right? She wanted to take that phone super hard away from me, right? Like she doesn't, didn't want that from uh, like me to be on my phone all day. And I didn't want her to take my phone away from me, right? So it was an equal battle, right? We were throwing punches from both sides at each other. And so this is what happened, right? Now, as I remember, as I said in the very beginning, this incident happened at the Christmas carnival. So this is what happened. During uh, during the carnival night, right? We had a parade. 
uh, in our church right we had a parade kind of stuff it was like the entire event right so different communities had different uh, uh, parades right and different countries to represent so we were representing brazil we were wearing all the brazil oriented clothes their attire they are, we are we are saying their phrases we are doing their dances their music you get the you get the gist right so we're doing the parade right and we were doing all the parade and then so so i, I, I i'm trying to remember this right so what happened back then it's like 5 to 6 years ago at this point during the carnival i had the phone right i had the phone with me and we were wearing all outfits and all that stuff right and so we were at the back end of the church get ready to go out through the front in the form of a parade right so what happened was i was using my phone as usual before the carnival and i could see the look on my mom's face you are disgusted by how much i'm addicted even at a public place right and i'm pretty sure all parents are like that and you i have experienced it too apart but from that being said i'm on my phone i'm addicted right and the moment i hear like our parade is coming up right we have to go like chalo it's a boom 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 it's time to go action right so i'm like okay i'm going to keep the phone back right so what do i do is i close the phone right i close the phone you have you have me out this is very important very important i close the phone and i put it in my back pocket right i put it in the back pocket am i right and what happens after that is i go to the parade right i, I then I, i put it in the back pocket and then i go to the parade do the parade i don't know it was the one hour long do all the dances do all the, the songs and everything do the entire ritual the ceremony right and then after everything happens right everything happens we have party all the dinner everything stuff right all the enjoyment all the celebration and after all that happens right after all that happened that night uh, around 11 or 12 right that was uh, early 7 to 8 when that all started and then around 11 o'clock when everything was over i uh, you know like we finally get to rest right now we are finally done with that stuff and then i'm okay great like i now i'm like you know like if you're a phone addict you know like, the first thing you go to is your phone and the last thing you go is your phone right it's like very difficult to not go through a phone so that's what i do right i'm picking up the phone out of my pocket and i'm going for it i'm going for it i'm i'm like i can't feel the phone in my pocket and hold on this was a mistake this was a mistake like i go again. <laughs> and i can't feel my phone i'm like okay let's go in the other one i'm like where the hell did it go like okay let me go in this one and this one and i'm i'm not feeling the phone i check all my jacket pockets i check my hoodie i check everything like i check everything i can't feel the phone on me it's like where the hell did it go did i drop it somewhere you know like during the parade which is obviously possible right how like hundreds of people going in line so it was absolutely possible right i could have dropped the phone so i'm like i'm trying to you know like, i'm sweating because like ah shit my you know like my mom is going to be like so pissed off for me right now because like i have i don't have the phone right now and i'm tensed i'm sweating you know like profusely and you can just feel the dew like coming on me like <laughs> and then i'm like okay you know what uh, i have to do something about this so what i do initially is while my parents are talking with the other members and all the stuff over there i slowly sneak to the back right where the entire uh, path through which we did the parade and i'm i'm looking at this like sherlock comes on the road right and trying to like I'm patiently looking, you know, like, and my heartbeat increases every second because the, the I have less time. Right? We have to wrap up and leave for a home site. It's in the night. We have to go home. I don't have much time. Remember, time's ticking, and I'm and my heart is beating every second. And I'm trying to and I'm, I'm trying to get the phone. I'm trying to search the phone. I search the footpaths. I search the road. I search everywhere. And I'm searching, 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 and I freaking didn't find the phone. and then my parents came looking for me right there was in railin railin you know kind of they were shouting out and stuff so i got like yeah, yeah i'm coming and then i'm like now this of course i cannot hide it right it's a electronic gadget which is obviously they're going to come to know it was obviously worth some thousands back then right so i'm like i had to come clean right so i go to them and i'm like um uh, mom uh i think i lost the phone and then and then what happened was that she told me and i mean you know what 
don't bother you know don't bother and now that sounds suspicious okay now if you have a regular bomb there would have been serious consequences right serious consequences but the fact that she said don't bother now the, now you understand that there is something right there is something going on but i didn't know that okay i didn't know that and okay i'm mean, okay and then she says uh, we'll search it together and we did some drama or searching together and all that stuff right we search we don't find it, of course and then what happened is that we go home and obviously we have to still find it right we're just not going to leave a phone the phone didn't have any sim card or any any other thing in it so just a, a phone without a sim card like a hand me down which we used to play to play games on in a house wasn't that important but of course we've paid her money for an electronic gadget so we're just going to leave it because it gets lost right so then my mom tells me this um, bullshit right that uh, she tells my father that we have to go to the police station and put a search complaint and all that stuff you know like see look at look how far they went to lie to me right the biggest lie they went to the police station right and they and all the, and then all that stuff they're telling me right they told they put a police uh, file the complaint right to search complaint or something in the police station i don't know how that works and i still don't know how it works anyways but anyway so they like went to the police station they're telling me right i i'm pretty sure they didn't go for a stupid little phone you'll understand why so and then they told me like they put for a search and all so i should wait all week patiently anxiety anxiety you know like if anxiously thinking that you know the police police officers are out there you know doing their job getting my phone instead of stopping the criminals you know, if you know what if you know what i'm coming from right and waiting 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 and i think it's at the end of the week i come and finally i'm asking like my dad 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 is, did the did the police officers find our phone and then my dad is like you know what sorry son they couldn't find it and i'm like you know i i and then I, <laughs> so the thing is so the thing is so the thing is so, and then they didn't find the phone right i lost hope what could have possible what could i possibly do right so i lost hope then i then the days went by without me using a phone right and i'm sitting alone you know like uh, you know looking at the window as if i'm in depression you know rain falling by the window pane right you get the look not actual depression okay i'm just joking i was just like i did i did something else right anyway so i'm like i'm sitting and the uh, years passed by right <laughs> one year went two year went three year went and then w- what happened after these years is that i i i was i i think i was randomly just doing a chore right so i needed uh, needed something from my mom's wardrobe so i went to my mom's wardrobe and i opened the wardrobe and i like accidentally my eyes fell on a, a, a electronic gadget per se which looked very similar you know if not exactly similar or identical to the phone that you know like the phone which was lost and after taking a closer look at it a closer closer look at it in my hand i realized it is this exact same phone and there is exactly when i realized this entire thing this scandal this controversy this biggest lie that i've ever been told and i, I decided to not confront them you know so please don't share send this episode to my parents i'm pretty sure you don't know who they are but even if you know please don't send it to them okay so that was the story all right guys I didn't even look at the script. I went all out, dude. So I hope you liked it. Okay, I absolutely hope you liked it. I went so off script right now. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So let's talk about the like the high in hindsight. What would have happened, right? So what 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 was the reason and all that stuff, right? I told you like. Uh, so let me explain. Uh, okay. So this is not their realization. Okay. This is my realization. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe. After that, I kind of still playing with my hair. And anyways, I look sharp, don't I? A hair saga part three is coming. If you're still for that, so don't worry. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, so after tenth, tenth grade, when I graduated from school and I entered college, I finally got a phone, right? So I'm like, I finally have my own phone. Like nobody can take this away from me, right? 
and I finally I'm living the phone life, right? A person who has never been with an actual hundred uh, percent ownership of a phone, and I actually have a phone. And I, you know what? After I received the phone after ten, the first week or so, I was like, boom! Like twenty four hours inside the phone, watching games, watching games, playing games, watching movies, listening to songs, watching YouTube videos, and I was going all out. Like I wanted to make myself sick of it. That that's like the you know like you overdo it because it's your first time. You're just like trying to get all the experience in. So I did it, and of course, when you overdo something, you definitely regret it. Like when you overeat food, like when you see, I'm going off topic, but try to come on level with me because I think this will relate to you guys. Take example of food, right? Now, uh, there are the three stages of fullness in com in, in terms of foods, right? A uh, little, medium, and for over over for right. So when you're having little food. Uh, and all that stuff like just take your sausages for example right you now want to have 500 sausages right although you dream because sausages are tasty you want to have tons of it right but obviously we are we are not having so many sausages right so anyway so you have little sausages right during your meals and all that stuff so you're like i wa- want for more so the feeling of want is good then you have a little more so you're like okay i had and my stomach is like satisfied but i could eat more because it's such a delicious commodity and then once you cross that Threshold wherein you start eating twenty, thirty, fifty sausages, you know, like and all that stuff, and then you realize like when you become overfull of it, and you're like, ah, I think I should definitely respect it and start eating the little because when in hindsight again you will realize the feeling of wanting more and just being satisfied with not getting more is so much more greater than crossing that entire finish line and eating more. And I, I'm telling you this why because I have experienced it, right? So. I've always had like uh, sausages very little, little, and always wanted to have more, right? I never know knew what is to have so much food and take it for any most foods, for example, which you eat in less quantities, right? But then when I went to my grandma's place, you know, as all loving grandmas, she just poured the bucket of sausages into my plate for a for a meal, and I'm eating sausages like you know, like I'm in a dream, right? You know, like in dreams, everything is possible, right? So I'm eating sausages, sausages, and then I'm eating sausages, right? How many sausages are there, right? And then you pass that limit, you know, you never know until you pass it, and once I passed it. And you know the feeling of want was greater than you know like crossing this. So now because I have uh, understood it now in hindsight, I always think uh, whenever I always feel wanting, I'm like okay, this is the perfect time to stop. You know, not under eating, but you get the point, right? Just wanting for more, right? That's the feeling. Okay, so <clears throat> talking about the bigger picture, right? So once I got addicted to the phone after ten, okay, I understood it was uh, I understood where they were coming from, right? And then I basically forgive them in my mind mentally, right? I understood what would have happened and what basically happened. And it happened a bit later. Okay, let's talk about the bigger picture here. Okay, sometimes we disregard adults and their opinions while having a rebellious attitude. <laughs> When we are children, we don't know what's good for us, so it's understandable if it's understandable we don't follow them. When teenagers or youth, we have developed the slight maturity to realize what they are saying is true. and it will benefit us but deep down our ego stops us stops us from surrendering and following them and in this process of wasting years behind a rebe- being rebellious and getting into unnecessary debates unnecessary debates if you're watching right now no matter what age you are trust me it's not too late respect your parents and understand what they do is for your own good my story was a perfect example of that and for and for that you need to look at it from uh, their perspective do they honestly want to make a life miserable for no reason no uh they don't want to why would they want to our parents love us so much so like i just read off the script and some of the lines didn't make any sense because i was supposed to elaborate so let me just go in short and explain what i wanted to say so when you are a small kid right 
let's assume till fifth grade or something. You're very small, right? You've not even developed. You've not hit puberty and all that stuff. So there's there's a lot of room left, right? And there's a lot of room left. You almost don't know what's good for you, right? And your parents for almost 40, 50 years of age have lived through 50 years of life. We've gone through all the experiences. I think it would be best then to take experiences from them. We'll exclude all the generation variables and all that stuff. We're just talking about their goodwill, right? The intentions will always be good for you as a parent, right? So we're supposed to take it from them because when we are that small, <coughs> when we reach to teenagers, youth, I'm not underestimating any of us guys, right? Guys, gals, any of us. I'm just saying. We definitely don't remain immature, right? Uh, we become less immature or become slightly mature. One of the same thing, right? And then we start to understand, right? When we are children, we cannot understand what's good for us. But when we become teenagers and youth, we try, we we begin to understand what they're saying. And we know deep down what they're saying is good for us. But our ego stops us from accepting and we become rebellious to them. Like it's the same thing uh, back then when uh, my mom was stopping me from playing the phone. I knew where she, I, 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 I'm not pretty not sure which I knew where I was coming from. If you're mature, you would know this, right? And you, you know she's coming from, right? If you, if you didn't know, you would think like, why is she making me stopping you play? Because you don't know, you're immature, right? You're mature, you know, like she's coming with a good intention for your health, wealth, and all that stuff, right? So are you getting the point here, right? You, so, so basically what I'm trying to say is, if you know right now, just right now, after watching this episode, if you're still having fights with your parents right now, but you know deep down whatever they're telling you and whatever they're saying you, wherever they're guiding you, it's correct, but if and you know it's correct, but deep down the ego is stopping you because you're you're being rebellious to them. Why? Like just stop this and just go and apologize to them, hug them, love them, and you like just stop. It's not going to lead you anywhere. So it's that was a good break. Let's talk about breaking phones, as I said in the you know like in the intro. Okay, uh, <laughs> okay. So this is the story of the one phone, right? Uh, Oh, hold, oh, hold on, no, just one second. Just give me one second. Uh, have I written this here? Okay. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So I have written it below in the script. Anyways. So, okay, so let's talk about this breaking of phones, right? Uh, breaking of phones and tabs. So like we have a lot of things in mind here, okay? I feel like a lot of us have already dropped a lot of electronics, right? Some might have cracked it, some might have broken it, some might have had some brutal, you know, like incidents with... Uh, uh, what do you call that? <laughs> Electronics, right? But my everybody has their fair share of that, okay? And we put uh, thick, thick, thick covers, and you know, like we put so thick of uh, tempered glass on the phones. So we we go all out when it comes to security because we know we are buying a phone, we are using it for ten years, right? We are not having money to go out and buy so many phones so frequently. So let's get into the story. So this is the story of my mom's phone, and when we were in my grandmother's house, right? Mom's grand, mom's mom. So like not the my dad's mom, right? Dad grand. Anyways, so we are in the house, sitting on the bed, and my mom has given us the phone. The phone was Euphoria. It was a very thin phone, very very thin phone. Euphoria was the brand. Why Euphoria? I think it was something like that. I don't think it gets produced now. Anyways, so it was very thin phone, like you know touchscreen foldy and all that stuff. And uh, so I'm sitting on the bed, right? <laughs> I'm sitting on the bed. Next is next to me is my. Uh, uh, smaller brother and we we have the phone right we have the phone so we are playing some game or something like that okay we are playing some game and uh, so how the, how the things work between behind between siblings is like you play a match you lose I, the other person plays a match right so that's how it's balanced right apparently I after playing a match or something uh, I apparently didn't give it to my brother and he wasn't a bit too excited about it so what happened was he put the had two hands on this two corners of the phone. I put my hands on two corners of the phone and then we both started to pull it. 
Now, for some reason, I pulled downwards, he pulled downwards, and in just a minor, minor force, the entire, the, the, so the screen is like this, right? and I held it on these two sides, my brother held it on these two sides, and we're sitting here, and we are bending it downwards, right? We're just bending it, so you could feel the tension, right? And within just a split second, you could hear such a very loud crisp, like a, some like a Cheetos, like, you know, like a, uh, all your cereals will crash, you know, all that sound, that one sound, like once. And what? And no, no, we didn't see one crack. The entire screen cracked into a million pieces. Like the entire screen broke in. Like everything got cracked. Every single thing. The entire thing got bent. <laughs> the back cover came off. And we. And then yeah, there were serious, serious consequences for me and him for doing that. And then we got a new phone and all that stuff. This might be the new phone which uh, she has currently. I'm recording on her phone. My mom. So. In the points, I that, that phone got butchered, dude. That got butchered. Okay, let's talk about uh, uh, iPad, right? I had this iPad again, the same case. I am playing it, and my brother is playing, right? And then one of us doesn't give to each other. This time, I don't think he gave it to me, and I, being the irrational one as always, <laughs> I snatched the tab or something. And then he, I, I wasn't holding it strong enough, you know, like you pull, 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 but the other person is pulling strongly, and you know, they're not going to leave. But then when they leave and you're not expecting it, you have the movement, <laughs> you know, like you're, you just fall back. I think that's pretty much what happened. He must have left it and I <laughs> I must have gone back in so much speed that I dropped the iPad, right? And iPad is a big, right? iPad is big. And it fell on the floor. Thankfully, uh, <laughs> it didn't cause too much damage, right? It fell on the floor and it got a dent on one side, right? One corner and then it had uh, uh, these cracks going through the side of it. The thing is, my iPad was the first or second generation, so it had thick, thick bezels around it, like white, thick bezels, you know. So the uh, cracks were on the bezels and it didn't reach the screen. So that was, I'm so thankful for that. <laughs> okay, uh, only one person <laughs> had to be acting smart in this case to save any of this from happening. <laughs> I can tell all day for it to be my brother, but I, I know it should have been me. And I know, like you must be wondering, my God, I wish I would have seen Rylan break these phones and taps. And hey, guess what? If you follow me on Instagram, right? Yeah, let's make a deal. If you follow me on Instagram, link in the description, I will post the photos of the broken gadgets on my story. So if you want to see that by any chance, link is always in the description. Come meet me over there. <laughs> okay. Common lies people say. I've, for this quote, so the, I, I feel like when you're talking about lies, the biggest lie and all that stuff, I decided to find out what are these common lies, right? The most common lies that people say. And I asked you guys, aka the Relatable Story Squad, this, this question. And these are the answers that came, right? So buckle up. Because you guys are too good at this, apparently. Uh, okay, I'm on my way. People never leave when they say they do. Uh, age. When you're old, you want people to think you're younger and vice versa. Girls use this mostly. I think for girls, again, uh, they aim to be younger and for boys, I think we aim to be older, right? So I think that's how that works. Re relationship status, peer pressure to have girlfriend or boyfriend because it's cool. If you don't, then you're, you're an outcast, right? <clears throat> when all your extra friends are hanging around with girls all day and they have girlfriends and your friends are class. So it's just like about it, like, yeah, yeah, I have the girlfriend, you know, like in the back pocket, yeah, she'll come uh, my on demand, yeah, nah, she's very, nah, she's busy, man, you know. So like, yeah, I mean, then it feels so weird, right? Because like, you're the only one who doesn't have any girls. Um, fake merchandise, yes. For <laughs> okay, so, so, uh, so this, this is going to be kind of a minor rant. 
First of all, Gucci, Supreme, and Louis Vuitton ain't worth it. Second, if you don't have the money, don't wear fake stuff. It makes you look worse, right? <clears throat> I I feel like there are just too many fake brands, and I don't think people get the point, right? No matter how good of a uh, clone it is, right? No matter how good of a clone of the actual product it is, like a fake Gucci, Supreme, or Louis Vuitton, it is fake at the end of the day, right? And what who am I trying to prove, right? If when you're buying the fake stuff, you're trying to impress other people, but deep down you know it's fake. And the true people who already wear that brand can find out the subtle differences between the original and the fake. So first of all, as I said, it's inverted. You're paying for the stupid Supreme logo and paying thousands of dollars for the same red T-shirt. But again, if you want it, just pay the thousand dollars, right? Why are you wearing the fake T-shirt for Christ's sake, right? So waste the money, spend the whole thing. Just don't wear fake shit, is what I'm saying. So, so that's one of the biggest lies, like wearing fake merchandise. You don't have the money for that Jordans or this or that. Just then, don't buy it, right? Who, who would buy fake products, right? I, I, I just don't get it. Neither the comments are going to be like Rylan or call and like you're going to go to a Wikipedia page of fake product uses 101, and there's going to copy paste the entire thing in my comment section. Uh, okay, lying about liking your friend's outfit. I mean, so the thing is, right? <clears throat> I think uh, this hap- uh, this happens. See, if you're having a good sense of fashion, then this would play. Because if you're if you're not having a sense of fashion, the only thing you want to do is yeah, 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 you look good, you look good, right? You don't know anything about it. But if you know about fashion, and then it's and 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 I don't even you're in a relationship, and the girl asks you this, you know, then it turns into a bit of a hiccup, right? She doesn't want to hear a no, right? Because Although again, it's very paradoxical, right? Although she she wants to improve, but then at the same time she doesn't want to hear no. So it's I mean like so how how do I go about this? You know, without offending any people here. Uh, <laughs> okay, and this is a big one, right? Nothing's wrong. I'm fine. I've used this a couple of times, but I'm pretty much sure that I've heard it everywhere on the internet. Girls girls using this, right? And I feel like it comes from a place of they thinking that we don't know what we have done wrong, right? Nothing's wrong, I'm fine, you know? And they're expecting us to, for us to remember, right? Which were what we have done wrong. And I get that, right? I absolutely get that. But the thing thing is sometimes just genuinely oblivious, like with our faces, like, no, what happened, baby? Like we're genuinely oblivious to what we did. And this situation gets over so quickly. If you just told me, XYZ, this happened. XYZ, you did this. XYZ, I'm unhappy. XYZ, I'm, I'm not fine. And I'm like, XYZ, okay, XYZ, how do I correct it? XYZ, correct it. <laughs> Rather than nothing's wrong, I'm fine. And then we have to just like, <laughs> you know, like, kiss asses, you know, like, and run behind her trying to get it, like, done and all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. I checked the dictionary and it says when girls say it, it means everything but okay. <laughs> You're in trouble. You don't have to get me a gift. The biggest lie. For people who are materialistic, on occasions such as Christmas, uh, your birthday parties and all other occasions wherein you expect to receive gifts, gifts, right? Saying you want a gift makes you look materialistic, but when you don't say it and then you receive it, but you're still deeply happy on the inside because you wanted it. So that is a lie, right? People cannot say it because it makes them look materialistic, but deep down they are, if they like the gifts or like they are like wanting it. Liking is my bad, like if they like the gift, they like the gift, but if they want, that's materialistic. I think it's time to get into the question of this episode. Hey Rylan, would you ever go back and change your past? And I'm pretty sure <laughs> this guy uh, had no idea about the question he was asking because like this episode and this question went in hand. Plus uh, he doesn't know about this story. So since you're here, you have heard the uh, the biggest lie you have, I've ever been told. Let's answer this question with respect to that, right? I personally would never change the past. Uh, if, if, uh, speaking of this phone itself. Uh, See, I didn't. Uh, I didn't mind being lied to. I couldn't see the bigger picture. 
I'm glad someone wanted good for me, aka my parents, right? I guess after that, I'm not going to say certainly, you know, like uh, like when I was playing for, for my, on my phone all day, I'm not going to say my marks were going not stonks and the moment my phone snatched away from me, like my mom, my marks didn't go stonks, right? But but that is just part of the equation, right? But uh, so like I got the specs and all that stuff, right? Because of too much phone usage and, and I guess a lot of time got freed and I played on the building with my friends, put that time everywhere else. So yes, I definitely think it made a positive change. Forcefully, but at least it made a positive change in my life. And again, when you become when you become older, like now I am slightly less immature, and you see in hindsight, everything happened for the good for you. At least the most of the things that you thought were bad for you. And sometimes you need that level of maturity to understand that. And with that.